Hey friends, Anna Hines here and welcome to this audio, the three blockages to exercising consistently. So likely if you're listening to this, you are someone who is struggling in this area. Maybe you really want to be able to exercise um, at all or just more consistently than you are now, or you've set a goal or intention to make exercise a priority in your life, but you find yourself eventually making excuses or finding other important things to do, and you just feel frustrated that you can't seem to break through that block. So I really hope that this audio helps unpack the main three blockages, why this commonly happens. And it's not what you think. You're not just a willpower weakling or an undisciplined person or someone who isn't the exercise type. There's more going on underneath the surface, which is what we're going to dive into. So before we do that, little disclaimer, remember that you are a wise and divine being. So by listening to this audio, you agree to the disclaimer at anahines.com forward slash disclaimer and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. Okay, and diving straight in, the number one blockage that I find with people that are wanting to exercise but but find themselves stuck is past associations. So let me explain associations a little bit. Associations is our mind's memory of something that happened in the past and the way that our subconscious mind connects to that without us even really knowing. So you could have a positive association or a negative association. A positive association would be like hearing a song on the radio that's like a love song that reminds you of something that happened in the past. So there's nothing intrinsically like amazing about the song, perhaps, but it reminds you of a time in your life when you felt over the moon in love or um, really free or really happy. And so it creates that those happy feelings inside of you. So the association is the link to that past experience. And then there's the negative associations that link us to the Uh, experiences we've had in the past that are maybe traumatic or stressful or anxiety producing. And um, so you might be thinking of something right now, like a a certain uh, song that comes on the radio that makes you think of a a sad time in your life. Or sometimes it, it comes through a sense of smell. Someone will smell something and it either has a positive or negative association. So what happens is these associations are not always conscious. They are largely unconscious, meaning they are underneath the surface of the water, so to speak. They're like the iceberg underneath the surface of the water. We don't consciously notice them all the time. We just notice that we're not doing what we know to do and we can't figure out why. So it's happening underneath the surface because our subconscious mind is large and in charge of emotions and memories and experiences that have happened in the past, as well as self-beliefs. So let me give you a practical example of this. Whenever I was younger, like probably seven or eight, I um, played soccer with a a little group and um, I didn't do it for very long. It was just a, a short little season of time. And we played during the summer And I remember it being really hot and really dry out there. And I don't remember being very good at it. And it was just kind of like a struggle. And, and, um, so that 
that association to soccer kind of got stuck inside of my body. And every time I would think, you know, fast forward to several years later, every time that we'd play soccer as a family, like during Thanksgiving, or I think about going outside and playing, I would just feel that hot, heavy, you know, dry sort of feeling. And I couldn't figure out why until I unpacked some of these blockages. So that would just be a practical example of a negative association of stress or heaviness that got stuck inside my body when I thought about playing soccer. So when you think about exercise, maybe it reminds you, as you start to feel into it, it reminds you of a time in your life in the past where you were exercising and maybe someone was pushing you too hard or you were pushing yourself too hard, or it was a time in your life that just was stressful or anxiety producing, or it was a form of exercise that just wasn't a good fit for you. And what happens is over time, we, we sort of, um, if we don't process those stressful, um, anxious, kind of heavy um, emotions, those get just reinforced and they turn into some sort of belief or identity like, I'm just not an exercise person, or I don't like soccer, or I just don't like to exercise, or it's just not my thing. And um, so those old associations turn into beliefs and turn into like an identity. That's just not me. I'm just not that person. So blockage number two is comparison and conformity. And this one's a biggie for a lot of people because as human beings, we, we want to stay connected to our, our friends and our family, and we tend to hold a certain standard of what we should do or shouldn't do, you know, based on kind of looking around and seeing what's the general trend or what are people doing. And so it's easy to abandon our own inner wisdom in lieu of comparison to what other people are doing, the forms of exercise that they're doing, or conformity, trying to do what they're doing. And I really believe that you have all the wisdom inside of you for what type of exercise that you need, how much, and, and, and what fits for your life. But it can muddy the water, so to speak, to be looking around and comparing or conforming to other people. And once you've cleared the blocks of the old associations or the old identities, um, as I talked about in, in um, blockage number one, once you've cleared those away, then it really is safe to start to tune in and ask yourself, what, what, is, what is really fitting for me? So if you're like a, a serious athlete or you feel like that's in alignment for your life, then you may find yourself doing a whole lot more than people around you. Or if you're, you know, the historic, um, you know, historically your family or friends or whatever are, tend to be, um, live a more sedentary lifestyle, you may feel like it's taking a greater amount of energy for you to um, not conform to what they're doing and 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 start to to find what fits for you as far as exercise goes. Um, or, you know, you might see people around you like running, you know, half marathons and you may be pushing yourself to do that when your body's telling you or your life is showing you that's not really a fit for you right now. Um, if your main goal is to 
uh, just be able to play with your grandkids or to be able to travel and walk long distances without pain or aches or, or struggle, then that's fitting for your life. And you don't need to compare to anyone else. You just need to find what's fitting for your life. And so that is um, part of number two is getting really clear about your intention. What is it that you are wanting to uh, to achieve in this lifetime? Does it is it a fit for you to run half marathons, um, or is it a fit for you to do consistent exercise? Just what's a what's a fit for you? And the the wisdom inside your body will tell you as you clear these blocks. You'll know. And that's what's really cool is um, we don't have to compare or conform to anyone else. We can kind of get into our own bubble space and find out what works for us. Okay, so that leads us right into blockage number three. And that is doing a form of exercise that isn't congruent for you. Now, everyone is built to move. Our bodies were designed to move. We are wired to love movement. And so exercise is congruent for everyone, but sometimes we end up finding ourselves doing a form of exercise that isn't congruent for either our body type or our life, or just it's just not in alignment for us. So the way out of this doing a form of exercise that isn't congruent for you, um, along with the first two um, steps that I shared with you about clearing the blocks and then not comparing or conforming, what you have to ask yourself is what form of exercise sounds intriguing or fun to me? And what I personally notice as a health coach is that there are particular trends with people. Sometimes they're, they're trying to do a form of exercise that just doesn't fit them. And I notice that people who are more of like that fun-loving, social, bouncy, um, sanguine-type personality, they're outgoing, they're free-spirited, they tend to like uh, more of like Zumba or dance or um, stuff that's that's a, that's just fun and lighthearted and a little bit more bouncy, and um, that's not always the case, but that can be very true. And the the real like organized, structured types tend towards things like running, like long distance running or or ballet because of the consistent structured nature of it. And these are just trends. These are just things that I notice. Um, and so this has to do sometimes with your personality. You're, you're not doing something that fits your personality. So maybe if you're like an intuitive or a spiritually deep person, you might find yourself gravitating towards yoga or Tai Chi because of that mind-body-spirit connection. And then, you know, you might be someone who blows all those boxes and that's totally cool. But again, the question to zero in on is what form of movement does my body feel drawn to? And how do I feel after I do that type of movement? So once you've finished your exercise class or whatever it is, I want you to just notice when you, you take a scan of your body and notice, do I feel light and free and energized? Do my muscles feel really good or do they feel overworked or stressed? Or after completing this, does it feel like it was the right amount or does it feel like it was just too much? And so when I think about doing it again, I feel dread. Or when I think about doing it again, do I feel excited? Is it just the right balance between challenge and fun? Do I feel confident or on top of the world when I finish? So These are just some of these questions that you really want to ask yourself because this is 
this is what I mean by tuning into your own inner wisdom. You have to notice how you feel when you think about doing it and how you feel following the exercise because your being is totally willing to give you feedback about how that worked for you. So the takeaway here is experiment and explore. Don't be afraid to try something that is maybe a little bit new or foreign to you because that could be your sweet spot. That could be your form of exercise. And it just takes a little bit of openness to trying new things. And uh, that's definitely my story whenever I um, started doing yoga. I didn't know anyone at the time who was into yoga. And um, I just kept feeling drawn to it. So even when I did my first class, I thought, now this is really cool. Something in in this type of exercise is really resonating with me. But um, it's just new. It's just different. And as you probably know, now I'm a yoga instructor and I love it. I do yoga all the time. It's a very healing practice for me. It's um, very, very congruent, probably the most congruent form of exercise for my body for lots of different reasons. On another personal note, I'm also happy to say that I was able to clear my negative association to soccer, and now it's another form of congruent exercise for me. So on that note, once you know that you have negative associations to a form of exercise or just a general stress or anxiety, how do you clear it? So my favorite way of doing this is an EFT tapping visualization exercise that I do that's very quick, but it really helps people move past the old associations and um, the old stress or anxiety or dread that they have around exercise and starts to help them tune into their inner wisdom. And it's the exact same process that I used with myself, um, with soccer and other things that, that was causing that stress when I thought about consistently exercising. So if you want more information about that and how to clear the resistance to exercise and you really want to um, just dive in, then I encourage you to either consider private coaching or get on the list for the next Identity-Based Nutrition group program. This is a three-month group program that is, is so multifaceted, but one of the elements that we hone in on is clearing the resistance to exercise and helping you hone in on the form of exercise that fits for you, along with helping you understand how to exercise in a way that is congruent for you. So we talk about working with the mind in order to heal the body, because often we go into exercise with a lot of just stress, and and we don't know how to really um, tune in and create a, a really great experience, you know, just during the process of exercising. So if you want more information, you can contact me at Anna at IdentityBasedNutrition.com. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this has helped you clarify and maybe demystify some of the blocks to exercise. And I will speak to you again soon. Bye.